Welcome to episode 509 of Salcedo Paranormal, and tonight I will be sharing two paranormal stories from the web. As always, you can find all episodes of the show along with links to social media and other ways to uh, contact me. And uh, that is salcedoparanormal.podbean.com. That's S-A-L-S-I-D-O paranormal.podbean.com. Always happy to hear from you all, whether you have comments or questions or topic suggestions or stories of paranormal experiences. Whether they're your own or from others that you trust, happy to either read those or have you join me on the show to talk about them. Thank you all for listening, whether you are here for the uh, live streams on Discord or if you listen on the podcast or YouTube uh, feeds or on the Trouble Minds Radio Network. KUAP Digital Broadcasting. There you can hear replays of the show, uh, two, two replays exactly, every night at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern, right before uh, Trouble Minds Radio comes on. As always, I want to thank Michael Strange, host of Trouble Minds Radio, as well as uh, Liam Martin, host of the Eggs on Minds podcast, for producing the shows and putting them up in the station as you hear them with all the music and everything. Uh, because I definitely uh, do not know how to do that on my own. So um, if you'd like to help the show, there are some different ways to do that. You can always share the show with others and rate and review it on your podcast platform of choice. Uh, also, I have a Patreon page, and uh, there you'll be able to find uh, extra episodes of True Paranormal Stories from the Web. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, once a month, <clears throat> excuse me, starting either, um, I mean, at the very latest, it'll start in January, and uh, and that will be um, available to any membership tier level there, so just join there and sign up for any of the, I believe I have four um, levels there, and um, you'll get those extra episodes, and that's just another way to help support the show. Of course, the other way to do that is uh, through one-time donations to PayPal. As of right now, that's the only other platform I'm using, just due to te- technical difficulties with uh, other platforms, unfortunately. So, um, and as always, help is uh, always appreciated, but never expected. But um, there are expenses in making these shows, from equipment to uh, research materials to travel expenses for whenever I go to. Um, events such as the Mid Michigan Paracon, which I went to last year, and I will be going to one of those again. I just don't know when. Um, there are a lot of things that will have to fall into place to have that happen because uh, I learned sort of the hard way that um, with my eyes and ears being as sensitive as they are, it's not such a great idea to go uh, on my own. So, um, but I think that takes care of all that. Thank you all for being here and listening. Um, and bearing with me as I sort of get used to the whole process of doing shows again. Had an extra long break there for a while I hadn't really planned on taking, so I'm sure these first couple of shows back will be um, a bit rusty. So, But um, really glad to be back here and uh, looking forward to doing shows this week and next week. I will do shows on um, Friday the 22nd, Excuse me, but um, that will be it for that weekend. I won't be doing shows that Saturday, as I have family gatherings that weekend. So for Christmas, of course. Um, 
So, and then, but hopefully in January, I will be able to start back up with a regular schedule without any major interruptions for a while. That is the plan. So, looking forward to that as well. And uh, I think with that, I can get back to the stories here, and we'll go from there. So, um, it's going to be nice to get back to reading these again. Yeah. I really miss doing all these kinds of shows, different kinds of shows, after all that time of uh, that that time off, basically. So, looking at the file here, this first one says, I am an 18-year-old female, and my father is 65 years old, and he has a history of experiencing paranormal entities. I have recently noticed an increase in my ability to see things that are not typically visible to the naked eye. I frequently visit a wooded area in my hometown, known for spirits and even cult rituals, where I enjoy walking my dog and sitting in a graveyard with a good view of the city. Several encounters with friends have involved Potential paranormal activity, including seeing a smoky figure resembling a tall man and an eerie woman in a white uh, see, white nightgown from the Victorian era. Over the past seven to eight months, I have experienced seeing and hearing things, but these entities disappear when I try to focus on them. They leave behind faint shadows or other subtle signs. I believe I may have inherited my father's ability to see and contact spirits. I am interested in using my gift for the greater greater good. I just need to figure out how to do that. And that's where that story ends. And I like to find those stories um, and share them whenever I can because... um, that's someone that's noticing these things that, that they're going through and they're they're seeing and hearing and um and thinking about that and uh in more than just sort of a uh a fear reaction, which is good. Um and so I wonder it does seem like in some cases abilities can be inherited. Um I've I've noticed that uh, not to a major degree, but just with different people in my own family that also seem to be sensitive. I, I won't go into who, but it does seem to go back different generations. And um, so I think that is something that can happen and does happen. So and that's really neat. Um, also, I mean, it can be, it depends on the, on the type of experiences you're having. Uh, it doesn't sound like this person it's doesn't seem like it's anything too too serious too um negative so that's that's really good because i've heard of sort of the whole range of experiences people have had so and as i always say i'm, I'm not i don't really claim to know anything so i i'm not here to t- tell anyone sort of um how to how to um use their abilities or how to increase them or anything like that or what to do I just like to share these um these reports of these encounters people have 
So, um, but neat story there. Does sound like, I wonder if it is, um, I'd be curious about the area that the writer there was talking about. Um, I wonder if they have experiences outside of that area or not. Because if they don't, then maybe it's more just that area that they're, that is active. But if they do have other experiences, other places, then it could very well be them and or their family. So and it could be both as well. But um, neat story there. And um, I, I like that they're, they, they want to um, do what they can to basically uh, be a good person in, in the world with those abilities. And, and uh, yeah, so neat story there. Like I said, I think it's important to share those whenever I um whenever I find one that seems to seems to work. So moving on to the next story here. Let's see here. Um let's see. Okay, there we go. This one says I apologize for my English as I don't live in an English speaking country. And just so everyone knows, these are stories that have been um I've sort of rewritten them in my own words um, with a little bit of help from AI. So they are, they will be in English. <coughs> Excuse me. So, but anyway, uh, this one says, uh, I am looking for opinions on a strange phenomenon that I will describe below. I have heard stories about white spheres of light of varying sizes with larger ones moving quickly and smaller ones moving slowly, passing through multiple rooms. These phenomena are sometimes visible to the naked eye, but not always. They also appear on surveillance cameras, but again, not always. As the orbs pass, they produce various distinct noises, and sometimes understandable whispers, particularly on camera. When heard directly, there are static electricity noises mixed with incomprehensible whispers. Alongside these orbs, other things occur, such as electronic devices triggering, sounds of tapping on windows, among other things, has anyone heard of or experienced something similar? And that's where the story ends. I'm wondering if they're talking about their home or their the business they work. Excuse me. There's not a lot of detail as to the location. I mean, not to say that homes can't have um, cameras, but just the amount of activity there. Um, I don't think I've heard of voices associated with orbs so much. Um, I think I've heard of electronic, or not electronic, sort of buzzing or humming or electric electric sounds. I think I've heard of that before. I feel like I've heard that one or two places. And also, that's not, I haven't heard a ton about that either. Um, and, um. But the voices, that's really amazing because that suggests maybe these orbs are just sort of what is visible to either human eyes or kit or camera technology. 
that is just part of whatever is there. And then the whispering is whatever, whoever else is there as well. That's a really amazing story. It sounds like whatever that place is, it's an active location. They're getting orbs of different sizes, making all kinds of sounds that are picked up in some cases by people, but not cameras. In other cases, the reverse. Uh, and then not to mention tapping on the windows. And that's a lot going on there. So, of course, with these stories, and I mean, it could be a privacy thing. The writer may not have wanted to sort of mention where they were at. Um, could even have possibly been, I mean, maybe, I don't know for sure, a language barrier thing where they they just didn't want to try to describe a home that's unique to their area or, or a building. Um, I don't know for sure, but that does sound like a lot going on there. Um, I'm glad that the writer doesn't say that they're, they're, they're frightened of any of this that's going on. Um, because I could see someone that's never had an experience before. If you're either stuck living or working in a place like this, that could be definitely frightening at first. So, um, so yeah, I don't know what to make of that, but that's a lot going on. That sounds like just a really active location. Um, I've heard of different sized orbs, of course. I've never really heard much about the <clears throat> excuse me the um, the size having any any effect on the speed that it moves. Um, and I find it ironic to me in a way that they say the larger orbs move slower. And then the smaller, I mean, the larger ones move faster, I'm sorry. And then the smaller ones move slower. That, to me, I don't know. It seems like that should be the opposite. And, of course, I'm applying my own sense of what seems logical to that, so who knows. Also, women in white. They're seeing a woman in white there as well. That's another common thing. Um, at least common enough where... There's many, many stories about that. So it does sound like there's just a ton there going on there. I'd love to know. Of course, I'm not going to, but I would love to know what, what kind of place it is, the history of the location. Why is it so active? Um, but, uh, but yeah, so th that's one thing I do like about these stories. And I was talking with um, at least one friend, maybe a couple of friends about this a little while back, where... I love um, doing these shows because you only get what you get, and then it um, you just have to sort of question it, and just it you can you can lead you off on all different kinds of sort of uh, trains of thought as to what could be going on there, and that's all on basically the person uh, reading or listening to the story to do that. While I also love when. Um, I'm lucky enough to have guests on the show who have paranormal experiences that I can then ask questions right then and there. Um, I think both sort of both are, are both kinds of um, shows or both kinds of uh, experiences with that are, are um, good in their own ways for different reasons. And uh, so I hope everyone enjoys these shows because to me, that's a, a part of the fun of doing this 
And and the reason I like to do these shows, based on these stories I find online, is to sort of get to asking questions about what could be going on there. So that's sort of, um, I don't know if I've ever said, said it before in this way, but that's sort of the whole reason for uh, sharing these stories on these shows this way. So, and I am hoping, um, I'm looking at, uh, at some point in the future, making books out of uh, these collections of these stories and putting those out there as well, just because I don't, I'm not aware of anything that really has been done like that before without sort of uh, attempts to follow up with people and everything. And I think this would be a good way to get sort of, get a lot more people sort of questioning all this and, and try to figure out how it all could work. And, uh, and you never know what you'll find when you um, start asking all those questions. So, um, let me get back to the stories here. And uh, we'll do at least one more. This one says, I was 16 years old when this happened. I shared a pullout bed with my 12-year-old cousin in their beach house where we were all staying at the time. I had never experienced anything paranormal at this location before. Around 2 a.m., I woke up to find my cousin sitting upright, staring wide-eyed at the floor next to the bed. When I asked if they were okay, they didn't respond. I followed my cousin's gaze and saw a small elf-sized shadow figure, so I'm guessing they mean shorter, approximately two feet tall. There we go. Moving from beside my cousin to the other side of the room. The figure appeared to be 3D, three-dimensional, until it reached the wall. Then it transformed into a two-dimensional shadow and went around the corner into my parents' bedroom. I followed the shadow, but couldn't find it. My cousin was still wide-eyed and jaw-dropped, unable to move or make noise. I suspected sleep paralysis, but that didn't make sense. How could I see the same thing as they did when I wasn't asleep? My cousin and I still make jokes about the elf in the beach house, in quotation marks there, but the experience still slightly unsettles us today. I am curious if anyone has had a similar experience. That's where that story ends. So there you have an odd combination of things. You have a shadow figure, and you have um, a little person, one of the little folk, or the different names that they they have you have for them around the world and it appears to be a shadow basically the shadow figure that has shape and 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 um that kind of thing and it's three-dimensional so i guess thickness and all that but then when they get to the wall they sort of flatten out along the wall they're not three-dimensional anymore they're just part of the shadows on the wall that is amazing uh, to me. That's I don't know how to explain that away. 
And um, so that's a really neat story there. And I don't think I don't feel like I've heard of too many stories of um, of these uh, elves or gnomes or anything like that being shadows like that too often. Um, nothing that's coming to mind right away. So is that common or not? Of course, if it's a shadow figure, I have heard of stories of um, shadow figures being able to change shape. So I wonder if it was um, took that shape for a reason. Uh, there is this idea that, uh, well, a couple of different ideas, really, about how we experience things where our minds only allow us to see or only show us what they think we can handle in a way. Uh, and or and so that we're not really seeing what's there and or that these entities sort of um, are able to sense or read our thoughts or memories and pick different shapes and appearances to match those memories for any number of purposes, sometimes to reassure us, sometimes to, of course, brighten us. Um, so there's different, the motives there can vary, but I wonder, and I've always wondered too, if it can be a combination of both, not to mention other things. I don't, again, um, as I said before, I don't think there's ever really one answer to all this. Um, there may be one answer to a, what's going on in a certain uh, situation, but there also may not be. There may be multiple things going on. So. Um, I wonder now was that figure there always there at that location and just happened to be so that the because they were kids they happened to see it. Um, I wonder if adults would see it if it was in the same room with them. When it vanished, did it really completely vanish or was it just sort of um did it sort of vanish to to the people there that were there, the the kids that the the writer that was there, but still it was somehow still around. Um, that's always, of course, impossible to know. But really neat story there. And um, so I wanted to share that one. I've actually, I haven't read all these stories now in a long time because I found them a little while back. But I remember finding that one, and that was amazing. So um, that's all the time we have for stories for today. Got about a minute left. I uh, just want to thank everyone again for all your support um, with the show. So far, of course, now we're we've, we're three years in. Um, had a lot of schedule changes at first that used to really bother me, um, but I've sort of become more relaxed about it because things change and sometimes schedules have to change. So, but hopefully this will be this way for a while. I'm really hoping this time. <laughs> um, and. So you can always find all these shows on the podcast page and um, along with other links to social media and things like I always say at the beginning of the show. Also, in any of my other previous shows where I've had guests, uh, whenever you listen to those, please check out the, um, the podcast page entries for those shows and also, I guess, um, the, the, um, also the YouTube page, but mainly the podcast because that's where the numbers are, are the most important. Um, but please check out those shows and, and the links in those show descriptions 
for all, all my friends that have helped, have helped in the show and their own projects because they've, they've helped out so much and um, it would be great if they could, uh, you all could help them as well. So thank you all for listening and I will talk to you all on the next episode of Salcedo Paranormal. Take care. <laughs>